Hey guys, um, this is a super duper short sports talk. Um, had to, the Braves are doing ridiculous things in baseball right now, and I had to get some. I, I had to talk about it. So here's that. Um, without further ado, here is a super duper short episode number twenty one, sports talk. So. Um, the name says it all. The title says it all. Do you have a minute to talk about the Atlanta Braves? Goodness gracious, y'all. If you've ever listened to any sports talk that I've ever done, you have you know that I'm a Atlanta Braves fan. Well, some interesting things have happened in recent uh, weeks, days, month. The Atlanta Braves got off to the hottest start that I believe I've seen in my life, in my adult life, at least. As at least since I've been watching the Braves, we got off to the hottest start that I've seen so far. Let me straighten this up. Um. So. I don't. I, I'm beside myself right now. I'm not used to talking about this, and I don't want to jinx us. But the Atlanta Braves are in the, in first place right now in the NL East, and I never thought that I that that would happen. I never thought we'd see. I never thought we'd see the Braves in uh, in first place. Uh, I never thought we'd see us at at, at over 500. But the times they are a changing, Bob Dylan. And the Braves are – our lineup is killing pitchers. We've got – I think – I'm pretty sure we've got the most first-inning runs in all of baseball. And I'm pretty sure also that there's only a couple of teams that are hitting more home runs than us, if any. And I don't know that stat for sure. I should have gotten that, but I didn't. Um Man, we are literally our lineup is between Ozzy Albies, uh, Ronald Acuna, um, Kurt Suzuki's hitting the ball well, Freddie Freeman's hitting the ball well. We just called up Jose Batista today, Joey Bats. He's playing third today. Um, and he's he's always good for a bat flip or two, and it's. It's exciting to watch. For the first time in a long time, I was texting Summit earlier, and it's like we don't want to jinx ourselves, but, man, it's there's a lot of baseball left. There's 132 games left to play, and that's a lot of baseball. But historically, in years that the Braves have won 19 games in their first month, we're like 19 and 11 now, I'm pretty sure. Um, or 19 and 12, one, one of the two, but either way, um, any historically, when we win this many games in the beginning of the season, we have basically an 80% chance to get to the playoffs. So we're batting 800 now to get into the playoffs. And that is, that's huge. And, uh, we, we started off. 
I don't know. We, we we started off worrying me as far as the 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 pitching staff is concerned, but our pitching staff is actually doing a little better now. I mean, fucking Julio had six and two thirds scoreless innings the or hitless innings the other day, almost a no hitter. And I jinxed that, by the way. I shouldn't tell you this, but I did. I turned it on the TV. I hadn't. I, I was watching it through the game cast, and uh, I didn't want to get out of bed yet, and uh, I was. I got up when I when I realized I was like, man, this is something magnificent. Like I, I've always talked so much shit about Julio, and and how he's inconsistent and all this nonsense, and then he goes and has six and two thirds hitless innings and almost goes a no hitter. And uh, anyway, I kind of felt bad about it. I turned it on as soon as I turned it on. He lost it as soon as I turned it on. It was like. I was disappointed in myself. Will Hanna got me on that one. But uh, either way, so in this past series with the Mets, the Braves handled Noah Syndergaard and Jake DeGrom, which DeGrom came out in the fourth inning. I put this thing on Facebook uh, about there's your scoreless innings uh, because Jacob DeGrom's got a pretty, pretty uh, – uh, pretty good, like 20-something, I think, scoreless innings, consecutive scoreless innings, which is ridiculous. I think that's still intact. But uh, I didn't realize that he had been taken out of the game when I when I posted it on Facebook the other day. But either way, um, we handled those two, and then we've apparently sent the Mets in a tailspin, as so it seems, because – Matt Harvey, who lost the game last night, in in epic fashion, he lost, and we 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 won. I think eleven to something, maybe nothing. Uh, I think I think they scored some runs, but uh, I don't know. I can't remember. He was sent down to the minors, and he refused to go. So he's been designated on assignment, which uh, we all know what that means. Uh, you got to listen to you got to listen to your coaches, man. No matter who you are, I mean, you get out there and you give up. Now, granted, it's to these Braves who it very well just could be the Braves are just that hot, and uh, maybe maybe the Mets are overreacting to Matt Harvey having a bad game to just. The Braves are really seeing the ball right now, and it's it's almost expected. Like we've we've been scoring a lot of runs, like a lot of runs lately. Now, granted, our pitching our pitching staff is usually so horrible that that doesn't really matter, and we'll give up that many runs. But here lately, we've been looking not bad. We got this new kid that came up. Uh, I can't remember his name. But he was the the third guy to come in who made who was the youngest player in the major leagues, which gives the three youngest players in the major leagues to be Atlanta Braves starters between Ozzy, Ronald Acuna, and uh, this other pitcher. I can't remember his name to save my life. But Sean Newcomb got up last night and had a great great game. I mean, did did really well. Something we don't rarely uh, rarely ever do we see. A pitcher in a Braves uniform to <laughs> to do something impressive, but here lately it's been looking that way, and that's rare, man. 
That's rare. So, by the way, I should have said in the beginning, um, which I, I probably will on an intro on this, uh, give that this is a very, very short episode, just literally just a few minutes. Um, and uh, I've got a gig i got to go to here in uh, 40 minutes. So I'm, I'm definitely going to be releasing this before I go to the gig. So I'm going to be uh, getting out of here in just a couple minutes. But... I, I had to I had to take a minute to talk about this. Um, it, it's not the kind of thing that you see a lot. Um, I've been in a group text for a really long time with a bunch of dudes, a bunch of Braves fans, and it's it, I don't know. It's we, we've we've always last year when something would come around, we'd do something good. And we get close to 500, and then we'd blow it, and we'd tank off. And then basically all of us in the group are, are just kind of hurting and making Braves jokes about, oh, we'll, we'll blow it in the ninth like the, the Indians. And I hope to God that we don't do that. I hope that we don't do what the uh, college football world affectionately refers to as Clemsoning. Um, <laughs> I hope that we don't do that. But... Like I say, historically, we got an 800. We're batting 800 to get into the playoffs right now. So uh, as long as our bats stay hot, as long as our pitching staff stays stays hot, and as long as our team stays healthy, it seems like, uh, and I'm pretty sure Buster Olney is the one who tweeted that um, Ozzy. Albies and uh, Ronald Acuna and Freddie Freeman are going to be a problem for the National League teams that they face in the future for a very long time. And I hope to God that we don't get rid of any of them. Now, there have been talks of us moving somebody like a Nick Markakis, which I don't like that idea because I feel like we need somebody in the locker room who's got a little uh, – you know, a little veteran-esque to them. And Jose Bautista could very well replace that. But Nick Marquez has done a fine job filling that role for him for a while. And uh, I, if we have to move him as baseball, I understand it. Um, but if we move him for another bat, that would be stupid. We, have to, we need to go after a pitcher. And uh, we really need to, to, to round off our pitching, our starting pitching core. And once we get that done... Looks like it's going to be a long season for the rest of the National League if uh, if things keep going the way they're going right now because, man, I don't want to jinx us, but we look good, man. We look so fucking good. <sighs> I'm stoked. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm really happy about this. So basically that was all this sports short is going to be is, is basically the Braves talk. Um, and I know there's probably a couple of, and it's short enough to where it's easy to, it's an easy watch or an easy listen. And, um, uh, a few, a few of you guys are going to be, going to be texting me later about he jinxing us and all this shit. I know I'm going to get it, but not, and not to throw any other kind of a monkey wrench in the, uh, into someone's situation. LeBron James is keeping my stat alive. And by my stat, I mean the one about every year that Alabama has won a national championship, LeBron James has also won uh, 
uh, championship in basketball. So, and actually, that may be that may be all the way back to Nick Saban, maybe all the way back to two thousand and six. But uh, I'm not sure. Um, either way, he's making he's keeping it alive. And apparently he's never lost when he's been up 2-0 and in a series. He's never lost a series, went up 2-0, and but, you know, things happen. I love stats, and, and that's a good stat. Um, he just seems like he's mowing through these last few games just to get to the finals. And you know what I think? I think he's like, if I win these games quick, I can have more time because he always talks about how tired he is now. But he don't play like it. He don't play like he's tired. He seems like he's, I mean, after all these years and never never had an injury, That that's unheard of. And I don't know, you still got people comparing him to Jordan, which I'm not going to do. I don't care about that. Uh, he's done a few things that Jordan has not done. Uh, Jordan's done a few things he didn't do. Who gives a shit? Um, he, Like I said, he seems like he's just mowing his way through these final games to get to the finals, to these last games, to get there. And it makes it fun to watch. I mean, is is golf more fun to watch when Tiger's there? Yes. Are the NBA playoffs more fun to watch when LeBron's in it? Absolutely. I guarantee you that if LeBron James uh, gets knocked out of the playoffs, that the the ratings drop drastically. Just like if Tiger if Tiger doesn't make the cut today, um, the the golf golf ratings will drop drastically. I think maybe not. I don't know. Who do I know? Either way, um, we're I'm going to do an actual sports talk episode here coming up soon. I got Asher going to come and we're going to talk about the draft and talk about the NBA playoffs a little bit more. Um, we're doing that sometime probably uh, early next week, maybe over the weekend. Um, so, yeah, uh, this is super short sports talk. Um, I don't know enough about hockey to make any comments about that. Uh, I, I would love to see the Golden Knights do something because uh, why not? I don't know. It'd be awesome. Get Vegas fired up about about sports now that they've got a football team coming, which apparently there's a guy, this is a side note, there's a guy running for uh, office in Vegas whose main selling point on his campaign is to throw a monkey wrench into this whole Raiders deal. So I don't know what I don't know what what'll come of that, but I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing for for his campaign. But either way, that's happening. Recycle your plastics always. That's going to be my Mister Rogers thing. You say in every episode, recycle your plastics. There it is. All right getting out of here thanks for listening guys um if i jinx the braves i'll own up to it see the thought now of if i actually jinx the braves and i have to live with that is just weighing down on me right now and i feel awful shitty about it but hopefully we can still keep playing well and i don't know hopefully we can do well anyway i'm getting out of here guys thanks for listening um yeah be safe out there on Cinco de Mayo I know it's coming up and I know a lot of you folks like to get crunk for that holiday so be safe don't be out there driving and shit and eat something 
Don't just get out there and drink. Eat something. Eat tacos and burritos and enchiladas and all these things. Eat whatever. Eat, eat something. Get a good bed down so you don't get just shitty-ass drunk and yeah, do that. Trust me. Take it from an old pro. I know how to do that. All right, guys. I'm getting out of here. Roll Tide. We'll see you next time.